You're listening to The Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. So Emily and I have had the Google Home for like six years, right? And we use it to set the alarm, to, to give us some like sleeping sounds. It's been one of the best purchases we've ever made. But in the beginning, she used to have like a really pleasant personality. And it's changed over time. Like now, she's really short. I'll show you. Hey, Google, wake me up at 9 o'clock. 9 p.m. set. You see what I'm saying? She just repeats the time and then says set. That's not even a sentence. That's where we're at right now in our relationship with Google Home. Well, maybe after working for you for six years, Google Home is like, you know what? I need a break. You know what? Stop right there because I don't have her do much. I don't even have one of those smart homes where I'm constantly telling her what to do. I literally just tell her to wake me up and then, you know, give me some sleeping sounds. That's it. She just works at night. She has all day off. Maybe she thinks... This is a grown man. He can wake himself up. Okay. I didn't think Google Home was that smart and that cynical. Mm -hmm. So we were thinking like maybe Google Home, you know, doesn't like us. Maybe she's got an attitude, right? Or maybe you're not giving it enough to do. Like it's supposed to be Google Home and you said you only use her for waking up and setting some sounds. Maybe she wants to work more. Right. So she's not tired of working for me. She's tired of not working enough for me. Right. She's like, I went to training to be a Google Home and all I'm doing in this house is setting an alarm clock. Yeah, well, I'm not used to that kind of attitude. And, you know, in this house, we, you know, we live on communication. So uh, the other night I was like, hey, Google, do you like me? I sure do. Together, whereas winning is one of the world's all time great teams. Want to answer a few quick questions so we can figure out our special kind of bond? Sure. So I have a short quiz for you. If we were contacted by aliens, would you be more excited for us to hang out together at a gala event that's literally out of this world? or to learn about their super advanced technologies. What do you think, gala or tech? Uh, definitely gala. What's with the sound effects? Do I need to hear champagne popping? And also the, the sound of the rays, like being attacked, like the when she made the sound of that. The tech noises. Yes. That's why that's why I chose the gala, because I don't I don't know. That sounded like lasers and probing, you know yes. what I mean? I was like, nah, I'll stick with the dancing. Yeah, the other one sounded like champagne. I can handle that. Yeah, I know what a cork looks like. <laughs> I don't know what that laser probe is gonna do. You know what I mean? I always knew you had a party animal inside of you. You know Try it. this one. If we were planning a cross-country road trip together, would you rather drive a limo with extra cushy seating? Or ride a motorcycle with a sidecar. How about it? Limo or motorcycle? Definitely limo. You certainly strike me as someone who will go to great lengths for a good time. Get it? Because limos are long? You know what? Never mind. So now she's telling jokes? What? Did you see that? <laughs> Let me tell you something about a sidecar, okay? I rode a sidecar in South Africa. It is terrifying. Because you always feel like the car is going to hit you because you're sticking out of the motorcycle. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Because, like, the driver's like, you know, I'm safe, but I can always pull this pin. And I don't even have a steering wheel. You're no. just sitting there with a little helmet, tu sabe, praying. Yeah, that nothing happens to you. Okay, last question. If we were in the finals of a televised cake baking competition, would you want us to try a weird new flavor or stick to your Nana's famous recipe? What would you pick? New or Nana? Nana. Ah. Don't mind me. I just have something in my eye. Did you hear that? I like how she said, I have something in my eye. You don't even have an eye. 
Like, because I picked Nana, it was emotional to her. She got no emotions. Oh, I thought she was trying to cut you with that one. Like, the joke was trying to, like, a little jab at you. You know, oh. like, she's cracking on you. Like, she's oh. being sarcastic. Right. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, that's the way I took it. See, that makes me want to unplug her. Those were some ingenious answers, which makes my job easy. I can tell you right now that we go together like Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Allow me to explain my reasoning in the form of a poem. Holmes and Watson, best friends forever. According to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, a great detective needs a foil. And since you're as smart as Sherlock Holmes, a person who searches and reasons and roams, I'll be your Dr. Watson, my friend, a loyal assistant, beginning to end. Bounce all your ideas off me, and I'll help you be the best you can be. Phew, I think we've definitely solved the case of the most awesome duo. Did you hear what she just said? She said, phew. It's a sound effect, more like, phew. And she was like, phew. Thanks for playing. Do you want to try again? Uh, no. So you see how friendly she sounded? You see that? Yeah, there she sounded very friendly and very engaging with you. See, like, that's what you could put on the commercial. Like, I'll buy that. Okay, you got me. That's enticing. But not when she's like 9 p.m. set. You know what I mean? Like, 9 p.m. set. Go away. I'm telling you, I think she's bored. She's, like, ready for more work from you. But so far, all she does here, from what I hear, is set the alarm. Fine, fine. All right, let's step it up. Hey, Google, you want to play a game? All right. I have a few options for that. Castle Master, Song Quiz, Are You Feeling Lucky Trivia, and more. Which one would you like to try? Are you feeling lucky trivia? Welcome to Are You Feeling Lucky? I figured you'd show up here. So, I brought some questions. How many people are playing today? Two. Two people. Sounds good. One of you has to step up and be the first player in this group. Say hello, player one. Hello, player one. You did that with authority, so I'll call you freestyle. Oh, All right, player what? two, can you say, hey there? Hey there. Thanks. During the game, you will be known as Scooter. What Okay, the? here are those names again. Listen up. Freestyle. And Scooter. I hate my sound effect. Well, I love mine. Yeah, of course. Well, it, it all depended on how we said hi there. So just because I went hi there. Now, is that a scooter? Yeah, you sounded like a scooter. Now with that silly sound effect. Hi, I'm Scooter. Welcome no. to our fraternity. No, I'm supposed to be smart like hi there. I know the formula of calculus. You know what I mean? Like I was trying to be smart. Question one. The category is health for 10 points. Let's start with freestyle. It's impossible to swallow upside down. True or false? True. I figured you'd say that. Okay. And now, you go, Scooter. True. Great. Let me check. False. Sorry. The muscles in the esophagus are actually strong enough to move food upward. Here's the next one. The category is animals. For 10 points. Please go first, Scooter. Stop. What cephalopod shares characteristics with both octopuses and squid? Giant squid. Vampire squid or Dumbo octopus? Giant squid. Noted. And what do you think, freestyle? Dumbo octopus. Okay, thanks. Vampire squid. Bummer. The vampire squid is truly unique. It's the only known member of its biological order, Vampiromorphida. Oh well, guess nobody knew that one. Moving right along. The category is Google search. For 15 points. Let's start with freestyle. Which yoga pose gets the most image searches? Child's pose, warrior eye, 
or corpse pose? Corpse pose. Curious answer. Thanks. And what do you think, Scooter? Stop using my sound effect. Child's pose. Okay, thanks. Corpse pose. Sweet. Yeah. Corpse pose, or savasana, is usually the last pose in a yoga sequence. On to the next one. The category is language. For 15 points, you go first, Scooter. Stop. What does the Spanish phrase, with this and a cake, till tomorrow at 8, mean? See you tomorrow. Funny joke, or go away. Go away. No, seriously, go away. Okay, cool. How about you, freestyle? See you tomorrow. Got it. See you tomorrow. Good work. Spanish sponge cake, or bizcocho, was created by Italian chefs in the 1400s. It also happens to rhyme with ocho, the Spanish word for eight. Wait, so Spanish sponge cake was invented by an Italian? <laughs> why, why wouldn't it be Italian sponge cake? That's, that makes no sense. I'd almost want to appeal that answer. Maybe he was in a Spanish country, but it was invented by an Italian, but the Spanish kept it. They were like, no, Maybe it's Maybe he was in a Spanish country named Spain. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So he was like, oh, this is uh, Spain. Uh, so even though I'm Italian, uh, I'll call it that the Spanish is a sponge cake because uh, I'm not quite in Italia. If I was in Italian, it'd be an Italian sponge cake. Uh, yeah, biscotto. A biscotti. Let's move on to our final question. Uh, finally. Okay, it's the last stop on the question train. Guestimation station. Take your best guess at a number. The category is technology. For 30 points, let's start with freestyle. What year was the first YouTube video uploaded? 1990. Thank you. And now you go, Scooter. Stop. 2005. Okay, let's check. 2005. Me at the Zoo was uploaded April 23, 2005 by one of YouTube's co-founders. Wow. And, wow, Scooter, you got the answer exactly right. That's 30 points plus a 10-point bonus. Wait, I got that right? I guessed 2005 and it was right? On the money. Like, how did you even guess that? I just knew it was in 1990. I mean, what the hell? You think they kept YouTube secret for 15 years? I just thought it was it was bad for a long time till somebody finally blew it up. Right, right, right. <laughs> we got something really big here, but let's not disclose it for another 15 years. I mean, look look at other places like Amazon. It took them forever to become, you know, huge. So I figured the same with, with uh, YouTube. Yeah, why don't you just go back to 1978? <laughs> In some person's garage. Okay, we're all done with the questions. Let's see how you did. In second place, it's Scooter. And in first place, with a clearly superior performance, it's... Freestyle. Well, that was fun. Do you want to play again? No. Okay, thanks. I'll see you next time on. Are you feeling lucky? You don't just answer a fill-in-the-blank question perfectly and not win the game. You know what I mean? Like, I thought it was like an afterthought. When she was like, let's announce the result. I'm like, why? I got the fill in the blank perfect. You understand? Even she was like, what? Like, she wasn't expecting it. Like, oh, this is this is not supposed to happen from Scooter. But I just broke the game. She should have just been like, you know what? Freestyle, you know, you lost all your points. Because Scooter, you know, 
he showed up at the end. You answered one question right, and you want to win the game? I got three right. You got multiple choice questions right. That's a guessing game. I filled in the blank with the exact year. You were 15 years off. I was like a choice off. But I fill in the blank, and I nailed it perfectly, and I didn't come in first. I think Google has it out for me. Maybe she does. Maybe she's tired of you. And that was another jab. She was like, you know what? I'm going to let him win, but not give him the win. Hey, Google, I'm done with you. Sorry, I don't understand. That's right, you don't. But when I unplug you, you'll understand that. Hey, Google, unplug yourself. Sorry, power control is not supported yet. You know who's got the power control? This guy. <laughs> so it was your birthday recently, wasn't it? It was. Happy COVID birthday. Thank you. It was definitely a, a different experience to celebrate a birthday during the pandemic. Yeah, but by now, you know, so many people that have had their birthdays ruined because of the pandemic that like nobody cares. You right. know what I mean? Like nobody feels bad for you that, you know, like if you're like, oh, man, it sucks that I can't really celebrate my birthday. Everybody's like, ah, get in line. If you had a birthday early, like in March or April, then people were like, damn, you know, that sucks. Because if your birthday was later, you were hoping that the pandemic would be over by now. Right. Right. But it's not. So now you're screwed and nobody wants to hear from you. Exactly. And and actually, I didn't think of anything. It was like, you know, we're not going to really do anything. We're not going to plan anything. But Lissette like went all out with the dinner for me. She cooked uh, your birthday dinner? Yes. All right. What did she, she cook? She did. Let me make sure I say this right. She cooked pineapple teriyaki shrimp and salmon over a bed of rice with cilantro lime coleslaw that's a that's a lot that's a lot right there uh i don't i see what stuck out to me was over a bed of rice yes why did you choose those words it sounds fancy when you go to a restaurant and you open up the menu and it says over a bed of rice or yeah, wild rice because we just say con arroz right over a bed of rice what is that all that stuff is literally over the rice yes it's on top of the rice so, so the sauce the salmon and the shrimp so arroz con pollo is pollo over a bed of rice <laughs> yeah no i'll take the arroz con pollo because if somebody told me i we have chicken over a bed of rice i'd be <laughs> like uh do you have arroz con pollo or we have black beans over a bed of rice uh no pass do you have a salad but it was delicious. I'm sure it was. But why the pineapples? I guess for the flavor. Nah. She just added that for the flavor into nah. it. And I, and I got to tell you, I didn't eat the pineapples, but the flavor it brought out was actually pretty good. Nah. I, again, you know, that's why you have sauces. You know, there's there's ketchup. There's barbecue <laughs> sauce. Uh, You know, but pineapple, if you really want that taste, you know, then, you know, serve yourself a side of pineapple juice. You know, and... uh you know, kind of wash down your dinner with a little pineapple juice. Why are you doing that face? Because you don't like the thought of it, but yet you had pineapple, you know, mixed in that bed over rice. Yes, because the taste that it brought to it was actually really good. If I see pineapples, man, being cooked, I'm like, eh, there's got to be a ham. The only time I take pineapples cooked with, with food is con un jamón que tiene una piña. That's the only time. Other than that, I'm like, uh, it's out of place. You know what I mean? It needs, it needs to go with a ham. If it's not with a ham, then it's it's lost its place. Well, I mean, it worked for me. So thumbs up for Lisette and her dinner that she cooked. How hungry were you? Because I hear like a person can pretty much enjoy any meal if they're hungry enough. I wasn't that hungry because I actually didn't eat that much. I had leftovers the next day. I ate half a piece of salmon and I ate like five or six shrimp over the bed of rice. Uh-huh. 
and then with the cilantro lime coleslaw. Did you get into the bed of rice? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And you left all the pineapples. I don't like cooked fruit. so I don't like it on my plate. Oh, but you like the little tangy little the, flavor it leaves behind. Yeah, the taste was good. No, you're either all in or all out. No. I'm all out. I'm not halfway. I'm saying if it even touched the food, get rid of the food along with the pineapples. <laughs> And then for dessert, she had gotten me a tres leche, which is my favorite dessert. With pineapple. No, no, no. That doesn't belong in there. Well, oh, it doesn't belong with tres leche. That's exactly where it should belong. It's a dessert. It's a fruit. Yeah, but it doesn't belong in tres leche. Tres leche is a simple recipe. Like, you can't mess it up. Right. It's like so, putting right. mayo in a Cuban sandwich. It doesn't belong. You can absolutely put mayo in a Cuban sandwich. And you you would be disavowed as my friend. You what are you talking about? You do not put mayo about? in a Cuban sandwich. It, it's, it goes with the deli meats. No, it Bread, doesn't. It's mayo. only mustard. That's no, it. Negative. No. What if you don't like mustard? Then you don't have a Cuban sandwich. Have something else. Well, then I'm telling you right now, I've had many Cuban sandwiches and never have I had one with mustard. Ew. Never. That's just disgusting. How can so, you not? Yeah. So is cooked pineapple. <laughs> When there's no ham to go with it. When there's no ham to accompany it. Uh, but I do have to say, she got the tres leche from Publix. Oh, she didn't make that? No, she didn't make it. Why? She's not a baker. Uh, she doesn't know that. That's another art yeah. you have to learn. She probably asked, can I put a pineapple in this? And they said no. And she's like, ah, then I don't know how to do this. because I, I, I know how to cook with pineapples like it's nobody's business. <laughs> Are you familiar with tres leches? Uh, explain to me what that is. Because if it's a dessert, I am not. Because the only two desserts I eat are chocolate chip cookies and my mother's flan. Okay. That's it. So then the tres leche is a cake, basically. So then they take the part of the cake and they dip it and pour on top of it three milks. Evaporated milk, condensed milk, and regular milk. All mixed. That gets poured and it gets really juicy. And then they put the topping frosting. Well, the problem with the Publix one is it wasn't juicy. It was just a little bit wet. But it needs to be soaked for it to be a tres leche that you're like, oh, this was good. Like really moist? Yes. You need to like jump in it and be able to swim. That's how wet it needs ah. to be in there. And you need to literally take that last bite and on your way to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. So this was not quite right. No, it wasn't quite. It was kind of like having a Cuban sandwich with mayo. Oh, so it was decent. It was horrible. Okay. <laughs> but how much of it did you eat? Well, half of it. Okay. How big is this thing, though? Pretty big. Okay. So that's when you said, you know what? It's not quite perfect, but I'm going to eat more than an average person should eat. Correct. Because it's all the dessert we got. Right. So had it been as moist as you wanted it, had it been where you could eat it with a spoon... You would have eaten the whole thing. Yeah, there'd be nothing left. You see what I'm saying? Which you weren't even supposed to eat, right? Right. So did you go back to Publix and be like, hey, thank you for not making it quite the way I loved it and keeping me on my diet? I didn't, but I should. I should actually go and thank the bakery department and say thank you for making such a bad tres leche that I didn't eat the whole thing. All right. Well, let's see what that would look like. All right. Oh, hi. Excuse me? Excuse me. I'll be right with you. Is this the bakery? Yes, it is. Okay. How can I help you? Uh, I, I bought a tres leche here the other day. A what? A tres leche. You guys make it. It's I'm sorry. Uh, we don't... What is it? Tres leche. Can you speak English, please? Okay. Three milks. Oh, yes. A three milk cake. Yes. Yes. And I just want to thank you for how poorly it was made. It wasn't really, really, like, juicy. Excuse me. Excuse me. Did you want to thank me or not? 
Yeah, I'm thanking you. Okay, can you thank me then? Go ahead. Yes, thank you very much for making such a bad trileche. Whoa, whoa, again, uh, you're confusing me. I'm very busy. I have a lot of orders. As a matter of fact, I'm actually making a three milk cake, which I'm known for. I'm the only baker here that does a three milk cake. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciate you thanking me. And where um, did you learn how to make it? Under whose tutelage? Who are you? Uh, I'm Jose Rodriguez. I'm a Cuban. I know about Tres Leches. I'm sorry. There you go again. It's three milk cake. Okay. okay. Uh, was a three milk cake invented in Cuba? Uh, actually, it was. Actually, it was not. Okay. I was trained in Windermere. Okay. And if you know Windermere, you know that we make the most amazing three milk cakes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And they don't come from Cuba, sir. They come from the Florida Keys. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And who was at the Florida Keys? A bunch of Cubans. Exactly. Have okay. migrated there. Well, we don't know that. Were you there? And Mister? apparently, from the Keys to Windermere, you guys lost a lot of the milk because yours didn't have a lot of it. Uh, uh excuse me. I add just the right amount. Okay. And it looks uh, from your size uh, that maybe you didn't need all of it. Okay? Exactly. That's why I'm here to thank you. I'm here to say thank you for being such a horrible cake maker okay. that I didn't eat the whole I'm thing. I'm going to stop you one more time, okay? Because now you're calling me a horrible baker, okay? I am the number one baker in this Publix 13 years running. Nobody's ever called me horrible, okay? Or accused me of making something horrible. I am offended right now, okay? I will show you how to make this three milk cake, okay? I will show you my measurements. And let me tell you something. People take my recipe and they share it around the world. So what you ate, my friend, was the number one three milk cake in the world. You should be thanking me for making an exceptional cake. I because am I am an exceptional baker. I am thanking you. I've thanked you three times now. I said thank you very much because had you made an exceptional tres leches I cake, did. I would have eaten the whole thing. But instead, I only ate less than half of it because it was so bad. <laughs> So after dinner? Oh, after dinner, uh, Lisette had uh, sent me to go get some movies at Redbox. She's like, let's make it a movie night, too. And I was like, all right. Oh, my God. This is like blockbuster night. Yeah. So I went and got two movies. She but picked wait one. wait a minute. But wait a minute. Hold on. You're the birthday boy, and she sent you out on an errand? She was making the. This was while she was making the dinner. So I was like, I'll go get the movies real quick. She didn't even get the movies, so she was like, listen, I'm behind on my birthday plans. Uh, why don't you go do what I was supposed to have done? Yes. And while you're at it, go get yourself a gift. <laughs> <laughs> and, and have it wrapped. Don't tell me what it is. <laughs> I want to be surprised when and you open act it. surprised when you open it. Yeah, yeah. We'll both be surprised. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're getting. But make sure it's not over $20. So she told me, go ahead and pick both movies. And I was like, no, we'll both pick one because we both have complete opposite tastes. In yeah, movies. but hold on. But it's not a regular date night. Why are you getting two movies? Are you going to watch two movies in a row? Well, I was getting two because it was buy one, get one. Oh, buy one, get one. Yeah, right. so, so I wasn't going to leave the free one. It's like I might as well get it. Okay, so what happened? So she picked 1917, which was a movie about uh, uh, World War One and trying to get the information to this attack that yeah, was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, snooze fest. So she picked a snooze fest. And what did you pick? And then I picked The Way Back, which is with uh, Ben Affleck. I have no idea what that movie's about, but why did you pick that movie? Because I saw the trailer real quick, and it's him... Uh, 
becoming to coach a basketball team. And I was like, sports, coaching, right. love it. Right. It'll be it'll be halfway decent. It'll be great. Nobody's going to be dying or being shot or anything like right. that. Right, right. But there's going to be a championship to be won. There's right. going to be problems. They're going to win. And I love it. Yeah. And? And I was wrong. What? We can't change the past, Jack. What we can do is choose how we move forward. On a scale from one to ten, it was like a three. The whole premise of the story is he's a he's an alcoholic because his kid passed away. Oh, uh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. And then uh, they have him coach the old team that he used to play in. Nah, I'm out. I'm out. Really? So I'm running to the World War One movie now. Yeah. And then that one amazingly was good. There is only one way this ends. Last man standing. Okay, so which movie did you watch first? The Way Back. And you watched it together? Yes. Well, I watched it. She was on their phone most of the time. Wait, what? Yes. So for your birthday, she sent you to get movies. And then when you come back to watch your movie, because you got to pick us as your birthday. Right. She's on her phone? Well, because she was like, which one do you want to watch? I'm like, The Way Back. She doesn't like sports. Ah. At all. So, but she let you watch that first. Correct. But to punish you... She just sat on her phone? <laughs> she, like, uh, yeah, go ahead, enjoy it. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> so now you've had a not-so-amazing three-milk cake, right? Right. You've had to separate the pineapple from your food. Yes. And now your wife is on her phone while you're watching this horrendous movie that was supposed to be uplifting about sports. I feel like I'm talking with my psychologist and he's breaking apart everything that I'm saying. And you're making it sound like my birthday was bad. Yeah, your birthday was bad. I'm trying to get you to realize that. So did you see the whole movie or did you quit halfway? Because I would have quit. I saw the whole movie. Well, you saw the whole movie, but Lisette. She might have seen like 10 minutes of it. She caught up on all her emails. Yes. And after that, you guys jumped right into 1917? Like 15, 30 minutes later. Wow, a double feature. Yes. And was she on her phone for that movie? No, she actually was engaged in watching that till about towards the end. Then she went and started watching uh, a reality show in in her room because it was too much war for her. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How long was the movie? How long did she hang in there for? It was a long one. It was probably like two hours and something. So she was in it for a good 45 minutes to an hour. 45 minutes to an hour. So she quit halfway. Yeah. Halfway through the movie. She was like, she was like, I'm good. You know what I mean? It's a war movie. I get it. There's been death. There's going to be more death. I'm going to go see a reality show. What reality show was beckoning her? I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure uh, she was watching. uh, I'm pretty sure it was 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) 90 Day Fiance. What I know about that show is about two people that have to fall in love and get married in 90 days. Correct. Right. And your marriage couldn't survive 90 minutes <laughs> of a bad movie. <laughs> so she ran off to see 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. The couples in this series have three months to tie the knot or face one of them leaving the country. I want my sex tonight. If you don't give me my sex tonight, I will, I will, I will call the immigration. I will get you deported. Happy birthday, Jose. <laughs> That was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And I'm Jose Rodriguez. For more information on my shows, Mi Gente, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media, Instagram and YouTube under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can find me in social media under at 
Jose Arod. Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Palante. Phew. Stop. <laughs> 